look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Before we could go any further, I just want to take a moment to check on y'all to see if y'all okay after the Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> StreamYard shut down because some of y'all was out here stressed out over that daggone shutdown it was like nine ten hours of facebook and instagram shut down y'all weren't able to see nothing about nothing and y'all was struggling now i personally did not even notice that it was happening because i had some things going on that day and i spent most of my time over at tiktok anyway so <laughs> i didn't know tiktok was a-okay y'all might want to get an account but i do want to just make sure you do it so everybody take a deep breath in and let's take that breath out because we need to make sure you all right so it has been a minute. Uh, I really just needed to try to take care of myself. I, you know, a lot of times you really do think you're good until you realize that you're not. And mentally, I don't think that I was, you know, guys, like, just to be honest, I just was sad. Um, I was feeling sad and it's coming on. Uh, and I needed to take a break. I also did not have a job, and I was starting to become stressed about it. In the beginning, when I didn't have a job, it was like, I quit my job, and I'm fine with it, and um, I was still making, bringing in an income, but it wasn't a steady income, and there were lots of, you know, things that I needed to learn to adjust to, and I was trying to figure out how to adjust in those ways, and it just was difficult. So, yes, I took a moment. I mean, I was still posting on social media, but I needed to take a break, but we back, and, um, you know, just trying to continue with everything trying to, you know, move forward with my life and all of that stuff. So let's talk about some things that have happened. Number one, I am pretty much a empty nester at this point. I'm almost 100% an empty nester. I have one and a half children out of five in my house now. Um, <laughs> and that's getting ready to change as well. So because of these changes, you know, I'm trying to learn how to really 100% deal and cope with just me because that situation has never happened. I've never lived alone. I've never um, needed to be responsible for another person, um, you know, as far as meals or care or, you know, any of those things. I've never, it's, I've never been responsible for any of that. And now that I am in this space where I'm not responsible for any of those things, I it's an adjustment. It has been an adjustment period. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to get used to that. And I'm, you know, making some more changes to become even more independent and uh, uh, singular <laughs> in my life. So... You know, we're moving forward with those type of things. I also did go back to like um, every two week paycheck work. <laughs> uh, it is difficult for me. I don't manage well in the arenas 
that way, mostly because where I work is not really what I love doing and but I'm just not making enough money not doing that <laughs> to at this stage yet to um do it and I know there's some people who be like you just gotta jump out there and believe in yourself and all those things but I think for me it's just been too many transitions at once you know my mom uh my children uh COVID uh, my surgery, the weight loss, and uh, you know, transitioning with friends. It, it's been a lot of things in the past. Oh, honestly, in the past um, year and a half, that have just been continually rolling. So as soon as I, it, it just and and I'm not saying nobody else's life is is like this, but you know, as soon as you get done one thing, here comes the next thing, and everything for me, I have not been able to come off of an emotional roller coaster to um, level myself off. That I just was like drowning and drowning and drowning, and I was just like, okay, take a break. And I did, and I really do feel like I hit one of those. <gasps> where I like came up for the air and I'm just feeling, you know, I, I haven't been feeling so low, but I feel good. And um, so, you know, we here. Also, it just keep being so much stuff in the news. And celebrities, the celebrities are doing so much. I'm just like, how am I not talking about none of this stuff? You know, my people or whatever. So we here, we gonna talk about some stuff. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things that, you know, I'm sure you know have gone on in the news, but let's put, let's put our just saying spin on them just to have the conversation. So let's get up to the first topic. Okay. We're going to have to do these in no particular order because that's just how my mind works, but let's go into the first one because we have been covering this, you know, you go back and look, look at the episodes. We talked about the documentaries. We talked about when the, 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 uh, interview with Gail King, we talked about when the, the girls were on videotape, like we've covered a lot of it, but so, you know, we got to keep on going with it. And we have just got a conviction for Robert Kelly. Um, there were, I think there were nine charges. They included racketeering, um, acts of bribery and sexual exploitation of a child. And then there were a couple of, um, sex trafficking charges as well. Um, they said that this is all according to CNN News. It's also saying that one count of racketeering with 14 underlying acts that included um, kidnapping as well. And then, the, okay, so there were eight charges, violation of the Man Act, which is the sex trafficking, okay? This um, is what I, from what I understand, he is facing 10 years to life in prison for this. And I just feel like at this point, we knew that he was going to be convicted. Um, the sentencing for this case will not happen until uh, May of next year. And mostly because Robert also has um, some charges in at least one other state. So because, you know, he was trafficking um, people, which means that, you know, he was taking them uh, across lines as, uh, uh, state lines as well. So more than one state most likely will try to charge him for, you know, having people 
as sex whatevers. I don't know if we're calling them slaves or I don't know what the word is, but the sex trafficking charges at least will be going up in at least one other state. Now, I have been watching on the interwebs because you know where I be right on Beyonce Internet. And um, I have been watching people discuss this. And I am always disappointed when I'm hearing people be like, this is so sad because all of his music and the legacy of his songwriting is like, if your first thing isn't this is sad because there are a lot of women and uh, children who have been affected by his acts, not just his acts, but the acts of other people who have, you know, gone along with, <laughs> who have gone along with this crimes. Like there are lots of people who were flying these girls in, who were making sure they had tickets, who were helping to groom these young girls, who were, you know, being complacent and allowing them to do these things. And if you're more concerned with how this is affecting them than how it is affecting these young women, it's just like, mm, I'm questioning you as well. Uh, I watched on the YouTubes a um, show that included Selena Johnson. And I sometimes like Selena Johnson. I really don't have anything personal against her. Well, no, personally. But sometimes she says things and anytime that they ask her about Robert, it's always about his music. Now, on that same show is Lisa Ray. And Lisa Ray was saying that, um, you know, they were both friends with Robert, Lisa, and um, Selena back in the day. And they're both uh, saying that they did not know about uh, these crimes that Robert was committing. I want to say that I I can believe that they they did not know about them. I mean, you don't ever really know what your friends are doing to the extent that you could just be like, I always know what they're doing, unless you are always with them. Um, you know, my friends live in different states. They can't tell nobody that they ex exactly and definitively know everything about me. What they can do is they can just say that, you know, based off of how I interact with them, they would be shocked if, you know, accusations about me are true or not. But Nobody can completely say it. Hell, I, I know somebody who lived with a man and he had been cheating on her. Correction, let's change that. He was a predator and he was um, sleeping with young teenage girls. She did not know this uh, because he was doing this while she was at work, while she was at work and he worked a different schedule. So he was home while she was at work, while she was at work. Sometimes he would allow teenagers to come over to his house while instead of going to school. And she did not know any of this was happening until the police knocked on her door and let her know that there was a young girl missing. And they believed that her husband may have some information about that young girl. Well, he ended up being that he murdered that girl and she had no clue about it. So what I am saying is that you can, if somebody don't want you to know something, then you won't know it. Okay. Unless you start doing some investigations. I know a lot of people want to try to believe that everybody is um, a fall from grace, creeping around, looking for clues. 
but <laughs> it's, it don't work like that. If you are not there and if you think about that, these are celebrities, they are not in your presence at all times. And you may see somebody, you may go to the studio and see somebody. There could be, even if it's a young girl, you could say, oh, well, they saw a young girl at the studio, but it's a music studio. There are women who are always, you know, women and young girls who are always trying to break into the industry. And it could always be excused like, oh, yeah, she's cutting a demo or she's going to do some background check, you know, tracks or something like that. That you could just be like, oh, OK. I don't believe that a lot of artists are going up to girls being like, are you here to cut the demo or are you here to like because he's, you know, trafficking you? That's that's not the case. Now, I do believe that after we saw. Well, I didn't see. I never watched. I never saw. I never even had access to the the tape. But after a lot of people saw the tape from back in the day, and then after it came out that he married Aaliyah and she was a teenager herself, I do believe that there could have been some questioning going on. But for the most part, you can excuse, you can explain away why young women are in the studio. But Selena, this takes still going back to Selena Johnson was still more concerned and said about the catalog that people are now not respecting because she's one of those people who would be affected by that because R. Kelly wrote and or produced some music for her. I think that a lot of celebrities, honestly, because there wasn't a lot of speaking up back in the day and the people who did like Sparkle, who should have had a career, but spoke about R. Kelly back in the day and then we never saw her anymore. I think that because a lot of people weren't speaking about it back then, a lot of those same people should just keep their mouth shut today. Um, I just think that they, I know that it's a hot topic right now, but I just think that they should keep their mouth shut about it, shut about it and just like just I don't know I, you know I wish I would have known more back in the day or I wish I would have done more I wish I would have tried more we also have to understand that a lot of these people this was 20 years ago when this stuff was coming out and a lot of these people were in their 20s I know that in my 20s I would not have been checking to see honestly because of 20 years ago I you know we knew girls who dated older men we were not going to teachers and being like hey I think she might be you know being sex trafficked we didn't even know that was a thing back then you know like that wasn't I know for me that wasn't conversation in the circles that I ran in or the neighborhood that I was you know grew up in that wasn't the conversation nobody was talking about sex trafficking we knew that sometimes there were we we know now that there are conversations about you know how it was very toxic thought process to you know call girls who dated who okay who were groomed by older men uh fast and that they nasty and they know what they doing we put a lot of the ownership on girls and so back then 20 years ago it wasn't the same conversation so I don't hold celebrities accountable for what happened 20 years ago but I do hold uh in meaning that you know they weren't looking for certain things um, but I do hold them accountable today if they are not trying to um understand that there were there there may have been some signs and that they just didn't say if, if people just would say there may have been some signs some of the things that we are aware of today I was not aware of back then so I wasn't looking for them but thinking back there may have been some things and I you know wish I could have done more and but I can't but to just keep on going oh the the catalog oh he doesn't have any money oh even to say 
you know, everybody he's talking about these girls, but nobody's talking about R. Kelly and, and how he was molested. You weren't concerned about R. Kelly when he was molested, when you was out there trying to get hits from him. You were not concerned about him. And now all of a sudden, it, it is only about him where I feel bad that he was molested. That does not excuse the fact that he is allowed to molest people. It does not excuse the fact that he was allowed to house people um, without their consent, to control women, to, you know, to traffic them. Those things are not excusable. But that's my opinion. What we do know is fact is that he has now been convicted of some, some charges. We do know that he will most likely serve some time in jail. Let me tell you this, too, while we're talking about it. Bill Cosby had the nerve to have, I don't know if it was him quoted or if it was through a publicist or something, but there has been a little bit of talk of him saying that, oh, Robert Kelly has been railroaded and, uh, you know, because he's a black man that, you know, now they want to parade these women out. And it's just like, Bill... You admitted yourself that you did these things. Stop acting like you are a victim and that every other black man is a victim all of a sudden. You, if these charges had never come out against Bill, who is out of jail on a technicality because he made an agreement to not get have to go to jail for the things that he was admitting to doing. If you had not done any of that, you would not even like R. Kelly because of the music that he was doing and the and the way that he dressed and the people that he hung around. These are the same people that you was talking negatively about at all times back in the day, Rob. So, like, let's not do that. Let's, I mean, uh, Bill, let's not do that. So, like, anytime these people open their mouths and start saying stuff, I'm just like, shut up, Bill Cosby. Like, I lost respect for Bill Cosby before the you know, the charges and the conviction and the overturned technical, um, overturned conviction and all of those things because of how he was talking about black people. Even just the fact that he, you know, everybody keeps saying like, oh, he, he was trying to get NBC. So that's why they came after him. Uh, Bill Cosby didn't, didn't stop trying to get NBC. They was not coming after him because of that. Now, two things can be true. Two things can be true. It can be true that Bill Cosby was trying to acquire some stuff. But, like, um, what's that other guy? Not Robert Townsend. I can't think of his name right now. There's another black man who bought a television station not too long ago. I don't see any charges brought up against him. He got his station. So, like, I, I don't know how that's the thing. We really just got to let go of this whole conspiracy theory thing. Like, these people could be great at their craft and also be offensive to women and children. You know, like, my my dad was super abusive inside the house, mentally, emotionally, and then even to his second wife, physically abusive in the house. But outside, there were people who would be like, oh, he's so nice. He used to cook. He's so funny. You know, he used to bring us meals, those type of things, because they ain't see the man that was inside. I used to date somebody who was 
came off nice outside. I mean, there were some people who could see the bad, you know, the the better, the work, the better, the worst side of of that person. But for the most part, outside in the public, they always came off, you know, likable, knowledgeable, wonderful at their craft. But when we got into that house, the emotional neglect and abuse, sometimes the verbal abuse was unreal, okay? And, um, but if I tried to explain that to somebody because they had already set up their own persona outside, it's damn near impossible to be like, no, but seriously, when we're in the house, it's like this, like to do that. Mm -mm. So like you can be more than one thing. Most of us are, we should be multifaceted people. And so because of that, you know, like there's just going to be, most of us are not exactly the same in our intimate circles as we are, you know, in the the vast, you know, public. And so, you know, and, and there are some people who are horrible at their jobs, but as far as relationships, they great. They wonderful. You can be a wonderful mom. You can be a wonderful wife. You can be a wonderful friend and then go to work and don't nobody even know how the hell you got that job. I don't know how you got that job. Can't tell you not a not a bit of bit of peace. Because that's how it works. Like you just because you're good in one place doesn't mean you're good in all spaces. I hey, I, I watched one episode of freaking um hoarders where this woman's house was to the limits, okay? But she was a life coach. And people kept on hiring her as a life coach because they were very um, pleased with the work that she did with them. But could she manage her own? Was she was she doing well as far as you know her own emotional stability? No. So we don't we don't need to keep on throwing up. Oh, well, I probably wrote great songs. Bill Cosby did the Cosby Show. Okay, and. He also, they also did these things and stop defending one with the other. Just say, I only know this one. I didn't know the other. It's unfortunate. It is bad. I'm mad that I was around somebody who was doing such things and I didn't know about it. But to just make it seem like because somebody good at their craft, still, after Selena Johnson, we've seen all the evidence, like, come on, sis. Stop defending him via his music. Anyway, because I'm starting to get worked up and there ain't no need to be because I'm this far removed from it. R. Kelly has been convicted. He will be charged. Uh, He will be sent. The sentencing will happen in May. We still have a couple of more cases that he has open. So it does look like my mans will be in jail for a long time. Um, even if he does 10 years of time, that will put him at what age? Let's see if they give me what age would he be then. He is currently 54. He will be 64 years old. My dad's 64 right now. It is... It is really not that old if he only does the 10. If he only does 10, when he get out, he's going to be 64 years old. And we will hope that what he will do is sit down somewhere 
and be quiet because he has done enough damage to enough people. And no, I am not one of those people who just feels like um, never remember this person existed or anything like that, but I just hope that this sits him down, that no other people fall victim to him moving forward, even when he gets out, that people remember what has happened and they are cautious about their interactions with him, especially women, parents of young children. Um, I'm believing that parents of young children won't even think that he is somebody who would be credible in trying to get their children any kind of career so we won't fall into those symptoms or those situations anymore. But we got other stuff to talk about, so let's move on. Now, the reason why I held out on this uh, just a little while is because this R. Kelly situation, now there are stories coming out that R. Kelly is going to testify about some other celebrities in exchange for time off for his prison sentence. And again, <laughs> we got two things can be true. One, this is nasty and disgusting because when he thought that this wasn't a thing, you know, before when, you know, at the beginning of all of this and when my man's was trying to go on um, interviews with Gail King and, you know, trying to tell, quote unquote, his truth about the situation he was acting like wasn't nothing wrong. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm uh, what, what? I like girls at seventeen. I don't know what, what, what is there a problem with that? Like there was so many, you know, times when he had a chance to say, "What about these people? Y'all ain't looking at these people. You worried about what I'm doing? But what about these people?" And he wasn't concerned about that at all. That's one thing. The second thing is, it, well. Well, but now because he's going to go to jail, now he like, I don't want to go to jail alone, right? And he only tell it not because he's still, not because he thinks he has done anything wrong, but because he don't want to go to jail alone. So now he like, well, let me get some of my friends up in here to go to prison with me. And hopefully they'll give them more time than they give me so that I could come out and do this some more. The other thing that can be true is, we know that there are, you know, and I'm already said that I believe that there are some people who just did not know because of the circumstances that if I'm in and out, I may not be a person who know, like if I show up to the studio at one time, I may not be a person who know where, you know, what's going on. But I also do believe that there are a bunch of um celebrities who spent a good amount of time with my mans and seen some questionable actions and have also done some questionable things that they sell. We already know about the Russell Simmons situation with Kamora Lee and how they lied for a good long time about whether or not she was of age when he started dating her. We all know and saw a couple years back Marcus Houston from um, Immature, and he started date. He married this this nineteen year old when he was like thirty nine, and they was they met. He admitted that they met when when she was fourteen. We all know about um, what's the little Kardashian girl and the rapper boy. I think his name is Tiger, but I don't really want to lie on somebody's name. Um, who 
you know, they said, you know, he waited until she turned, till she turned 17 or something to, for them to officially be, you know, announced that they were dating. And, but, but that he was hanging around since she was like 14, 15. And all of this is alleged because nobody is completely admitting to any, any of this. But we also do know about the alleged stories of how, of, um, you know, one of the better known, um, what better known video vixens back in the day, supposedly, allegedly taking um, Bow Wow's virginity. We also know about the alleged um, sexcapades that Usher was allowed to participate in when he was a teenager, um, when uh, Diddy had custody of him, because I believe Diddy had custody of him and then he went with Jermaine Tabri. Um, or that he went with Jermaine Dupree and then Diddy had to get custody of him so that he could take him. But there were some questionable dealings when he was with these men on what he was allowed to do and what the environments that they put him in as well. There are celebrities out here who knew damn well what this man was doing and they didn't say anything because they wanted to make money. And because also back in the 90s, toxic masculinity was running rampant and again it was a lot of blame on fast tail young girls and no blame on dirty nasty older men and so I believe that these two things are true that he is going to reveal if if this is true that he's going to reveal some names that he is going to reveal some names of some celebrities who really was cohorts and I also believe that this is a dirty tactic that you waited till now when you know you're going to be sentenced and you got more than one case where you know that you definitely going to jail to go ahead and say something because don't nobody care about none of these girls out here. Again, don't nobody care about none of these girls. What are we doing here? And young boys, because there's also, uh, if you if you look at, you know, if you do your Googles, you know that there were also young men who testified that they also were victims of um, Robert K. And um, I believe that there can be some young men who can also say that they were victims of some of these other celebrities, if for no other reason but to put them in positions to be, you know, uh, sexual toys for older women. And that's just as bad. I know we want to try to be like, oh, that's the, you know, they should be, you know, feeling like a man. No, if you are a child, I don't care if you're a male or you are female or you are non-binary. If you, if you are being taken advantage of, of, even if you are just being allowed to be in the presence sexually with an adult, you are being taken advantage of. Whether you feel, whether somebody feel like, oh, they knew what they was doing, you can't, well, one, one, one instance say the kids don't know what they're doing, and then in another instance say the kids know what they're doing. Do they know what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing? Because it's the same mental capacity for both, right? So I just feel like I'm just disgusted now that, Uh, is coming out in this way, but I'm also happy (laughs) that it's coming out that these people may also be brought to light. Get ready for a couple more documentaries, I think, because it might be a couple more people saying some things, you know, about some other celebrities that we know to be true. This thing just keep on unraveling, and I think it's going to keep on going because, like I said, my man's don't get um, sentenced for this first trial until... March of next year, so we got a bit of time. But we just want to see what actual artists going to try to clean up some mess. All right, so the next story 
got an R. Kelly tie-in. It's Kelly Price, who we know worked with R. Kelly back 20 years ago. You know, she came out, I think it was her debut album. Um, and, you know, she did a lot of songs with him. He produced, if not the whole album, he produced a great deal of the songs on there. It was Mr. Biggs was on there. It was a lot of stuff going on on that album. But this time, our, um, Kelly Price is in the news because... Sometime in the summertime, Kelly Price went on her Instagram page to let her followers know that she had contracted COVID-19. And she was saying, you know, she was going to try to recover and she just wanted to let her followers know, like, it's real. Don't don't think that it's not because I got it, too. Uh, apparently at some time after she was uh, tested positive for covid and trying to recover, her symptoms kept getting worse, and she ended up going to the hospital. So they became so much worse that she ended up in the ICU. That's the intensive care unit, for people who may not know, which meant that she was really doing bad. Um, we came to find out later that she actually coded, um, not once, but I think twice during the time that she was in the ICU. And then once she got out of the hospital, she went to go, you know, still recover. Because when they release you from the hospital with COVID, it's not because they are saying you are 100% better, which is usually the case with the hospital. Hospital gets you to like stable and they like, can you manage this at home? And then they send you home for most things. So like most things, they send her home to continue her recovery. Apparently, her none of her family, her family was saying that they did not know where she was and they had not heard from her since they found out that she was in the hospital. And so they were trying to find her, trying to locate her, get in contact with her, and that seemed like nothing was working. So there was a missing persons report filed for Kelly Price. That's where we all jumped in because, you know, it came on the internet. Like, you know, things came on the internet. We all start going into here. Oh, hysterious. We're like, oh, Lord, where am I going to Kelly Price? Oh, my Lord, what's, what's going on? And because we had heard that she had COVID, because so many of us, have lost family and friends and members of, of you know organizations we belong to people from from the jobs we were you know at last year or the year before last that you know we it, it triggered a lot of us to just be like where is she then it came out that the the hus the boyfriend or the husband we don't know what his status was at the time um was not allowing the family to get in contact with her and they hadn't heard from her and it, it was going suspicious. And we know that we have seen many boyfriends and husbands, you know, there has been this foul play on a lot of, you know, women. And so, and men, let me just let you know, personal experiences, but, um, we know that that has been a thing. So when people started being like, oh, the husband won't let anybody come, you know, to the house or something, everybody was like, Lord, is this something? Kelly, please don't. Now, 
It was all the speculation. I know I was one of the people who was talking to one of my friends, like, why she don't just come on and let somebody know where she at? Now, of course, because we the public, we felt like we was entitled to know our own selves, which we really weren't, let's just be honest. But it just seemed like, why doesn't, her sister was on the radio show, we hadn't heard from the kids, but what the report was saying was that the kids hadn't heard from her either. It was just like, why does any of her family know where she is at? But what the sister was saying was, we don't have our mama, we don't have our daddy, think the grandma gone, right? People were people were gone and in their family and the way the sister was letting the story be told was now I can't find my sister and I'm triggered. Okay. And so it was just like, well, why is she reaching out to the sister? Do the kids know? Then we started getting these reports from like Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone, uh, the singing group from the nineties. And she was on there like, yeah, y'all, I spoke to, uh, I spoke to Kelly. She's fine. She is alive. She you give her her time, and she will talk to people when she wants to. Then there was these stories of the brat being like, "Nikki, you need to stop telling her business. If she wanted everybody to know she was fast, she would have told everybody." And the brat was going ham on Instagram lives because she was mad about what Nikki Gilbert was saying. Child, it was a lot going on, a lot going on. Then Kelly Price showed up herself on the interwebs i was walking down the internet street bumped into an interview with kelly price and was like oh hi kelly i thought you wasn't even around but here we go and so kelly price was saying that yes she had covid yes she went to the hospital then she coded then she was you know cleared to go home she went to her house but people the public kept coming to her house. They were trying to get to her. It wasn't a place where she felt safe trying to recover. So she went somewhere else non-disclosed to try to recuperate. Um, she was saying that her and her husband both had COVID. So that's why nobody was able to come visit them. They were being, you know, people were being told things. And she also said that, she and her sister have been estranged to where they don't speak a lot frequently anyway. So she didn't understand why all of a sudden now her sister was acting like it was a big deal. Okay. Again, I believe that more than one thing can be true. It can be true that Kelly Price wanted to go somewhere where the public wasn't going to be able to keep on showing up with flowers and candles and can I help you, let me see you, so that you can recuperate. Because as I do not know what it feels like to have COVID because I have never tested positive for it, and if I did have it, because a lot of people feel like a lot of us had it in the beginning and didn't know, if I did have it, I did not have a severe case where listening to Kelly, you can tell that she had not been well. Okay, I don't know what it feel like to need to recover, but I do know what it looked like when I've seen people who've had it and it and it takes a toll on you. Okay, I don't know what it feel like to be famous and have people know where I live and show up there feeling like they're entitled to see me recovered. So she all of those things could be true and that she wanted to go somewhere where she wouldn't be bothered. That can be true as well. I, I, I just think that it is. I think that for me, not being in those situations, I feel like it is um, questionable from this side of the um, fence 
on why not even her children knew where she was or um, her sister. I feel like if you have a sibling, even if you aren't speaking, speaking, that at some point somebody would be able to tell that sibling mom is okay. Because if you put it on the internet that you have COVID and you're sick and expect that I'm not going to reach out to you to see if you're okay, I think that that is delusional, honestly. Like you're putting it out there for the for the world to, to know that you're sick. It would be disheartening. It would be disrespectful. It would be unloving for me to not reach out to try to see how you are doing. And um, I don't know if we have ever discussed this here, but I'm believing that at this point, we all know that if you have COVID, you can have no visitors. So even if I wanted to come see you at the hospital, I can't come see you at the hospital. So the only way that I would be able to know what's going on is if we speak once you are out. And so if I call the hospital to see if you are still there and you are not there, but you also are not at home, you are not answering phones, I can be concerned about you. And then if I try to reach your husband, your boyfriend, whatever status this person is that you care about and you live with, and they are sketchy and questionable about whether or not you okay, then I'm going to be concerned. You can want all the anonymity you want, but I'm also going to be concerned. And if I have not heard from you, I have not seen you, I have, there has been no clear, solid clarification that you are okay, I can be concerned about that. I believe that there was ability for there, if you could do a Zoom to talk to whatever uh, social media interview she did, there could have been just a FaceTime, just a wave. I'm okay. I just don't want to talk right now. I still don't feel good. Any of those things, but I will reach out to you when I'm feeling better. That we didn't have to go to missing persons reports. We didn't have to go to missing persons reports. And if that had been done, none of this news story would have gone out anyway. But that wasn't the case. Now, what I hear a lot from from people in the industry and what I saw with my own eyes on the R&B Divas um, season that she was on, and I know it's TV and there's editing or whatnot, but it seems that Kelly Price is a little mean, Okay. And so because she is a little mean, she may have done some things not realizing the the severity of what it looks like on the other side. There are so many times that people, we are doing things for the preservation of self that we do not understand that those things affect the other people involved with us because it may not be directly your thing, right? It may not be directly your thing, but somebody could feel a way about what you are doing. And a lot of times we don't know that until after they feel away, okay? I think that because Kelly Price was in her own thought process of, I don't even really be talking to my sister anyway, wasn't thinking about, I need to call my sister. But there's a sister who's going, why well, I got to find out that my sister got COVID on the internet? And then I ain't even heard, like, is she okay? Is she making it? Is there something like, what, what's happening here? Where I'm calling the boyfriend, ain't nobody saying nothing. Those two things can be true at the same time. And since I know she ain't that nice, I'm going to believe that her sister could prob- probably have the same bit of snippety to her, and which is why they may clash.
okay? Because when siblings don't get along, it's usually some stuff that's going that that came from childhood that has never been addressed. Mostly, what has been happened happened because of their parents, and it never was addressed. And now we attack each other. And now because they don't have their parents, they definitely won't go head on and keep on rolling with what they're used to. And I think that that's what happened here. The sister. Kelly Price may feel like the sister went too far by by whoever it was that filed the missing police report, missing person report, and her sister could be feeling like, sis, all you had to do was, you know, let me see you real quick. I didn't need to come to your house. I didn't need to do none of that. But there's a lot of video capability nowadays that we could have made some contact so I at least knew that you were okay. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's what happened there. Yes, we had the lawyer at one point came out and gave a report that said that Kelly Price was fine, that she was in an indisclosed um, location. But we know from like um, Anna Nicole Smith, you can't always trust nobody lawyer with what they say. Because her and Nicole Smith's lawyer was drugging her up so that he could have her money. So we, and, but was still, you know, being her spokesperson. So, you know, we don't know. And so, just because a lawyer, if I'm family, I don't want a lawyer telling me about my sister, brother, whatever, whoever. I don't want a lawyer telling me that. I want to know myself. I want to see for myself. If you're the lawyer, can you get a video? Can you get to my sister and Zoom us right quick so I could be like, I love you. Just let me, you know, I just want to see your face, girl. Keep in contact. I'll check on you in another two weeks if that's what it takes. But let me know you alive and not in on a respirator still. Because I don't know what they doing in the hospitals. COVID got people triggered. It's a lot of people talking about it, and people see it from all different angles. I feel like I can understand a lot of the angles. There are some people who still feel like the whole interview she did still seems a little sketchy, but who knows? I just know that um, I wish Kelly Price a recovery. She said that she was told that she has long-term, the long-term COVID. I don't know what that means because I'm not up on that, but I do know that the recovery is hard for many people. And I know that there are some people who have had it and still do not feel like their recovery is 100%. So I do hope for her that she recovers, that she is able to continue to use her body as an instrument, and that there are some healings and some transformations that come out of this time, because she got all this downtime, you know, I hope that there's some kind of healings that come from her. I don't know what her troubles may be. Well, that's not true. She spoke about a couple of things. You can look those up for yourself, because the, the Googles is there. Um, and I hope that maybe she can, you know, come to some terms, some healings from those things while she is recovering and while she has her downtime for her own self. Because, Lord, no, we all need that, that but, but we don't need it because we don't feel good. <laughs> um, but that's all I got on that. Let's keep on moving. <laughs> Okay, so this is the end of this episode, um, and, you know, just, you know, pray for everybody who is involved, because we all need a little bit of prayer. Pray for me, too, because, like I said, we all need a little bit of prayer. 
Um, I'm back, so we'll be back with some more celebrity information and getting my perspective on what's been happening out here in the webs. Check me out on Instagram. You can go ahead on and check me out on TikTok. I don't go to Facebook really just to, you know, read some older people business, I guess. But if you really want to see me, I'm on Instagram and TikTok every day. So that's where I am. Or you can send me an email if you have an opinion about what I'm saying, or if you want to um, give me something that you think I should discuss. Anyway, bye y'all.